Peter has gathered, and they are—they are something to behold. One of them just says, "Say no when people ask you for money. They might give you things for free if you say, come on, man.'" <laughs> I think that's one of the first things you learn. <laughs> it's true. It's true. And one of the second was human trafficking is not bad. Good. That's not, not good. good. I was pretty sure I knew that already. But sometimes it's good to double check. It is. It is good to just like check check the vibe with the group and see yep. like where what are we feeling tonight? Are we going out? We're human trafficking. <laughs> like yeah. <laughs> well, I feel like the thing about the rules is that they're probably malleable, right? Mm-hmm. Like there's just like a running system. Like a running score that no one is taking that's just kind of like, oh, this one just went up and this one's just kind of going around there. So it's like a little racehorse thing that's going on in the back of her eyes all the time. That is 100% correct. The woman card lost a lot of points that one time when everybody was like, don't do that. That's pretty good. Yeah. Yeah. If you just look at the like the alignment chart known as just constantly just moving around, around slightly depending on what other people are telling her. I navigate the alignment chart like the DVD logo on, <laughs> on the TV screen. When you hit the corner, you're like, you, just, you win. Yeah. Yeah. It's like the most complicated Android pattern from 2009. <laughs> yeah. Nona, what are you doing? <laughs> Open the doors, Nona. I'm sorry, I'm sorry. I can't do that. I'm in my villain that, era. <laughs> Spoilers, Jeff. We're saving that for oh, the final season. Oh, we're saving season. that for the final season. I see. Yeah. All right. Yeah, that's uh, later on in the script. <laughs> yeah. Um, oh, God. Could speaking you of the script. script what? If we scripted this and mm-hmm. this is the best we could come up with. <laughs> All of this was written down and rehearsed. Can you believe it? And welcome back to the Seven Star of the Right podcast. This is episode 51. Woot, woot. And I read that. Off my script. <laughs> what do you guys uh, remember from last session? You know what? Actually, I'm going to ask you how you're actually doing this time. I sometimes skip oh. over that, but I want to know That's how good. you guys are doing. Good. Like generally Dude. vibing before yeah. the the week that is the the month that is Spooktober. Yes. Very excited. You got it. Yeah. I'm in a fight with some costume people. They won't give me colored contacts, and so I'm very mad about that. Oh, right. You told but me that. everybody has f- heard about this except for David. Yeah. yeah I complain a lot. I'm very mad. Well, the audience hasn't heard. This is very this important. This is true. I very, went out of my important. way to, like, get an eye exam and, like, all of this stuff and get the clearance so I could buy the very expensive FDA-approved and colored contact lenses for my costume this year, and then the people are like, no, nah, our thing's broken. So it keeps saying your doctor is rejected. Last time, my doctor apparently rejected at 2.46 a.m. So either my doctor is a hardcore partier, or maybe their system is broken. Screw Kirsten in particular. <laughs> the moral of the story is no one should pretend that they still use fax machines. <laughs> That's fair. I honestly think only doctors' offices and hospitals use fax machines anymore. I can't imagine who else uses mm. those. Yeah. Yeah. So good times, it sounds like. Good times. Anyway, that's me. <laughs> and then we're going to do a bunch of Halloween stuff. Yeah. So that's exciting. Yeah. I'm looking forward to all of the haunted houses and various Halloween activities <laughs> that I don't want to say too much about. <laughs> I got to figure out if we're doing pumpkin carving this year. I think I'm going to make people at work paint pumpkins because I don't trust them with knives. But you get like the little pumpkins and then you just paint little faces on them. I think that could be very fun. Sounds good. Yeah. Well, now that we've gotten the, the, the spookiness out of the way, uh, what do you guys remember from last session? Absolutely nothing. Nope. Silence. It's a solid black wall. Yeah. <laughs> 
I mean, that makes sense for Mike. That's appropriate for Mike. (laughs) Given how uh, her night went. Yeah, I went on a date. It did not go as well as it might have if I rolled better. (laughs) Yeah, that's all. That's the name of the game. That's the name of the game. That's actually all of my notes say. (laughs) That's how dating works in real life. Sometimes you just roll bad and you're like, "Mm." Sometimes you drink too much methanol way too quickly. (laughs) It's happened to everybody. (laughs) I remember last Tuesday. Oh, my methanol binging days. Rolled a D20, got an at one, licked some rubbing alcohol. (laughs) You know, college. Oh, you do. Um, there was a, a nifty little cliffhanger, I think, that we got left off that's on. True. Yeah. Yeah. That's true. That's true. Before that, though, what we did do is we did retrieve several of those little cylinders we've been finding in the various wildlife. Yeah. Um, looked into that a bit. And there is some, basically what we know is there's some rudimentary signaling and mind control type thingies going on there. Mm-hmm. We can't really trace it back to its source, but we're pretty sure we can disrupt it with a... EMP grenade. Yep. Which I don't actually know if we actually have anymore, but maybe the doctor can make us some. Um, I'm honestly not sure. You'd have to check your your inventory sheets. Yeah, I definitely don't. I never carry them because oh, that yeah. would be stupid. <laughs> that, would be, <laughs> that would be a bad thing. I mean, that's just like carrying like a grenade for a normal person. It's true. It's <laughs> you true. put it that way. <laughs> Maybe you guys shouldn't be carrying around grenades and like the rocket ammo that you have for your rocket launcher. Stop trying to take that away from me. <laughs> but like at the very least, like if you accidentally pull a grenade, at least you take somebody else out with you. <laughs> Watch this. Death. And then everybody's like, what? Yeah. Yeah. So um, you figured out some things about those cylinders as well, right? What, what do you have in your notes? Because there might be more information that I'm not sharing. Oh, um, that's basically what I've got is the rudimentary signal and mind control happening. Yep. I don't have much else. Pretty straightforward. Yep. Um, and we can't trace it back to where to where it's from. One other important thing that Nona, I think, asked uh, Ellen Dallas about. Yeah. Was the timing of certain things. Oh, yes, right? I have that. It's just not in the section on cylinders. It's in a different yeah, section. Yeah, I, I was just going through yep, some yep, of yep. the things that were were learned from last session. So you lo- also learned that the the series of events was Wycliffe seems to be getting faster and faster and faster. Generally, there's just been attacks that generally normally happen every mm-hmm. once in a while. The Fistassin fauna doesn't particularly care for these um, eyesores. You don't know why they attack, but they just occasionally just attack. It's like, what is what is that game? Factorio. Where yeah. you're just sitting there making making science stuff and conveyor belts, and all of a sudden, aliens <laughs> come out of the wasteland and you're like, oh, God, why? <laughs> why are you doing this? We don't like what you're doing. Um, yeah, that's effectively what was happening beforehand. Then uh, Wycliffe was ramping up, ramping up, ramping up, ramping up. Uh, ramping up. Ramping up. Again. Nova Voxis hired the Fire Fangs to scout out Wycliffe, maybe what they're doing, put together an encampment. And then soon thereafter, when the encampment was first established, uh, these attacks grew more and more regular. That's probably just a coincidence. Yeah, it's probably just a coincidence, though. Yeah. Uh, especially with like the, the mind controlled ones. Like that's yeah. that's 
probably doesn't have anything to do the with the best anything. part is it's somebody else it's like what is it sono bhutan or whatever it's just <laughs> also experimenting with mind control this has nothing to do with these other two that are biased it's just all the way across the giant lake thing all right yeah so there's there's that and then obviously we we left off with a very large uh cliffhanger where Dr. Lucius Leggett was working on his many projects. He has so many projects that I he tried to, to bring on. him extra hands. Nobody would let me. Yes. Nona tried to. Everyone, Nona everyone tried you. That's fair. <laughs> Nona removed the hands from several robots <laughs> to deliver hands. Mother, um, why? Claire <laughs> let her know that that was, in that, fact, an idiom and uh, needed someone behind those hands to actually help. Uh, so, Claire. Nona and EDI two four six were all brought. Um, this is also like night time. Yeah. No, this is like true. solidly mm-hmm. like nine or ten o'clock. Yeah, but like not like two a.m. Not like two a.m. Um, so you you drop in and you just sort of let EDI two four six just talk, just talk, and He's he talks person. as he does and. Uh, let loose that he was the assistant of Dr. Samantha Calvin. Yeah. Which Dr. Lucius Leggett uh, was gobsmacked about. Yes. So we will jump right back into that. Fantastic. Let's talk about robots and robot makers, Jeff. He's like, okay, now I'm back. <laughs> okay. He, he passed out for like, oh, approximately five days. <laughs> Huge gobsmack. <laughs> I am. Um, oh, I am. Um, uh, hmm. Full metal alchemist. <laughs> Full metal alchemist. Well, this is. Um, I. Uh, 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 Nona. Um, hmm? uh, are Are you aware of of uh, Eddie's uh, work with uh, Doctor Samantha Calvin? Yes, I found him in a in a room. It was very dark, and he used to just be a box in a hand. I did. <laughs> I was alone for. Over 600 years. It was a wonderful time. <laughs> Are you all right? <laughs> yes, quite. Um, I don't think he is. Uh, I apologize. This is, this is um, uh, a lot to take in at, at the moment. Um, all right. Uh, no, no. Um, I, mm, <laughs> I have so many things to do, yet I need to talk to this robot, and I'm not entirely sure what to do. Uh all right. Um, no, no. When when are you intending to uh, leave the planet? Hmm. Not sure. Okay. We seem to decide that relatively sporadically, as far as I can tell. Well, so I, I do have more work for you. For you. So. This is let, fair. Me, let me lay Money out some of the work good. that I have that I have gotten done. So I I, I have done some work. On the encryption, the the um the data that we received from the uh the location that we went to with the the downed. I'm and sorry, I'm having a moment <laughs> right now. Uh, w- w- with the down uh, tower, and and I I've been able to triangulate the position. Well, not exactly. I I've been able to locate an area where the signal uh was going to. That area, however, is not a triangle. <laughs> Hate that. Quite large. Hmm. Um, it, it it encompasses about probably a um a, a third of the entire Fistosan wastes. Um, obviously this is not ideal. Um, but 
I have a theory with that. Considering that each one of these mega factories are cookie cutters of one another, that they theoretically should be built similarly. With Novavoxus sending out signals to this one transceiver, one could hypothesize that Sonobutan, Everhaven, or Wycliffe, which we are theoretically going to infiltrate, or at the very least attempt to, uh, would have uh, similar locations. You so, guys, I saw this episode of Cyber Chase. You draw two lines, and then you could find a thing. Math. So one, <laughs> if, I like the if, ones that they did in ancient Egypt. Those are my favorite. So if we could uh, get into Wycliffe, figure out where its signals are going to, find that transceiver, and encrypt the data there, we should be able to triangulate the very specific position of where these signals are going to, assuming they are going to the same place, which the, the more I look into it, the more it seems to be the case. There seems to possibly be, uh, I, uh, I hazard to guess, possibly another factory out in the wastes. So that is what I learned. You're going to have to come up with a lot of new names for cities that are like NW and <laughs> all that stuff. Yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll cross that bridge when I get to it. Um, so uh, additionally, I I've, uh, was I, I um, would like to talk to EDI246 if he is um, indeed worked with, with Dr. Samantha Calvin. I... The, the information that you have, Eddie, has been lost to time. You are a, a relic, a, a fountain of knowledge, of lost knowledge. Um, please be careful with yourself. <laughs> I understand you probably aren't going to go into battle, but uh, please. Nona surreptitiously writes something down. <laughs> Whatever you do, just stay out of harm's way uh, before, um, uh, until at the very least, I am able to discuss in depth the the knowledge that you have. Now, additionally, and he um, starts uh, going through another one of his many drawers. He doesn't really seem to have much of an organizational system. It really seems to be just, I remember where things are. But mm -hmm. to you, it's just like a mess of everything. He goes into another drawer and pulls out. I don't know if you guys remember this, but uh, there was a hunk of metal or of some kind of ore that he pulled out of the mining pit. The giant hole that the we thought was hole. going to turn into a monster and eat us. Exactly. Yes. Um, I recall the giant hole. He pulls that out and says, this is... Uh, let me find my notes. <laughs> yeah, well, he opens phone. another drawer. <laughs> he has it written down. He opens, he opens another drawer, looks through his notes. He checks his Where shirt the pocket. How did I put this? <laughs> he reaches behind your ear. There it is. <laughs> he reaches behind your ear and finds, ah, yes, it is It is called, fuck, I just lost it again. <laughs> and he opens ah, his hand and it's gone. Tell us more about this, fuck, I just ah, lost it yes. again. Neo-iridium. Oh, that wasn't love it, love very it. difficult <laughs> to remember but it was in my notes, and it is what we mine here. The prestige. <laughs> <laughs> I my Neo, notes. Ir Neo iridium is that Neo iridium. Got it. Mm. Um, it, we we mine many metals 
in in this factory. Nil, uh, Rhydium is probably one of the uh, rarer ones that uh, exists on Fistos, but it was particularly useful in uh, pre-tech circuitry, robotics, starship, uh, starships infrastructure. Um, really, it was able to make a lot of things tick. It um, quite rare, quite quite rare, even on Fistos. Uh, which is one of the only planets that really has this material here. Um, so it is very interesting that someone has gone out of their way outside of a factory to uh, dig up this particular type of material. Um, and then there's additionally the cylinders, which uh, I haven't been able to make much of heads or tails of, but now Aletta has been uh, asking me to look more into that. So... I suppose after that long-winded explanation of all of the projects that I have going on, <laughs> um, I suppose I could use your help in, uh, at the very least, looking into the, the, the circuitry of these these metal rods, these these tiny little bits of metal that have been lodged inside the brains of these different creatures. Uh, additionally, uh, a letter uh, gave me um, access to uh, the corpses of some of the smokers, some of the more intact ones, not the ones that um, were uh, unceremoniously exploded. But uh, there are a few... I disagree. It was quite ceremoniously. <laughs> uh, <laughs> there was a very large explosion. I don't know what else you need for ceremony. It, 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 besides the point, a few of them were blown up. A few of them were just shot, not around the head, which is where these things were found. So we have those corpses here uh, somewhere. Um, oh, yes, back in the refrigerator. <laughs> he looks uh, through his, his other drawers. <laughs> this one comes out from behind EDI's ears, which is impressive because he doesn't have them. I call this the cold drawer. <laughs> so I keep the bodies. I, I've also probably most likely brought with me the two cylinders of the different sizes that I have as well mm -hmm. um, and willing to add to this. Uh, so. Um, Although I get to keep them when we separate ways. I keep these two. Uh, no, no. I understand that um, the job to uh, look into what these cylinders uh, may or may not contain and what they may or may not do was given to me. What I would like to do is perhaps uh, contract you to do that work for me while I perhaps pick the brains of EDI 246. I am okay with this. That open his head drawer. <laughs> yes. Um, I was assuming contract meant money. So, uh, Nona, do you, do you need me to help? <laughs> <laughs> oh, so I, I can, I, I can help. Maybe hold things. I suppose. Yes, I would. I would love your assistance if you're willing to give it. I'm not sure when you should be going to bed. So, if you get tired, feel free to retire. Okay. Yeah, <laughs> and you, you, you're continuing to to look at at Claire before uh, you turn away to to do the work that uh, <laughs> Doctor Lucius Leggett has kind of just said. Please do this. I will pay you. I don't want to, <laughs> to do, do this. It. I don't care about this. Yeah. Um. You hear in the back of your mind. Do you want me to like listen in on what he's thinking about? Hmm. That would be quite useful, yes. Please figure out if he intends us harm, because that would be bad. Was that said out loud? 
No. Okay. Yeah. It was back to her. That's and, and yeah, we, yeah. We've been practicing okay. like really hard, but these back and forth. When Claire talks with Nona and Nona replies through the mind, is it like a DOS screen <laughs> with like green text that comes up, that comes around? Yeah, it's exactly like that. That's At least neat. from Nona's Fantastic. side. Uh, Claire would probably describe it as a little bit more staticky. It's, it's a little bit. There's like a, a typewriter little... sound that comes yeah. with it. <laughs> <laughs> Ding. Oh, I love that. That's headcanon now. Yeah. Uh, she would have definitely described it as it's a much different experience than talking with uh, a human being or like a living organism in their mind. And it's not something that she's completely gotten used to yet because she's very used to like yeah. dealing with well, we've yeah. been practicing you have been we practicing. had that whole session with the numbers mm-hmm. yes we gossiped about the music in the car mm-hmm. this is our third time doing this so we're practically experts yeah, so she's now. working on it there's a whole app store in claire's head just to <laughs> communicate with nona um and so uh dr lucius leggett like fumbles around through some papers and hands you another uh, a sheet that says like contractor work. Um, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, he Give quickly like money. jots down all the things. <laughs> uh, Five hundred credits. That sounds uh, for a, for a, a couple of hours of work. Seems hmm. the going rate. Hmm. Excellent. All right, uh, and uh, please sign here. And here <laughs> yeah, and, yeah, yeah. We and, do all we do all the contracty stuff. I'm intending to at the very least do my work mm-hmm. as close as possible to like this conversation that is happening one because i am also interested in getting the information that dr leggett is going to request but two also i'm observing him and seeing how he interacts with robots and generally just Nona's trying to get a vibe and that's not a thing that she's good at okay but she's trying real hard but also while actually working yeah okay which are you focusing on more? Mm, probably the conversation, if I'm going to be completely honest, especially if I were charging hourly. <laughs> <laughs> I, I think it was more of a at the completion of this task. Not as you said, couple hours. No, yeah. that's, fine. <laughs> that's fine. Yeah, I mean, I bounce between the two and like I would want to like fade in on things that seem more okay. interesting to me, fade out on things like if. I'm imagining both of these characters are re- relatively verbose. Um, so if they say a thing and then start saying that same thing again with more words, <laughs> then now it's time to concentrate uh, additionally, on Additionally, like you, you have Claire who's keeping a, a mind's eye yep. on Dr. Lucius Leggett mm. and his thoughts on all of this. Um, okay. Yeah. So what I'm going to do then Yep. Is you're going to make two rolls. Fantastic. Um, one of them is going to be an intelligence notice check. Uh, just to get like the general vibe of the conversation. Yeah, sure. Um, and a dexterity shoot. <laughs> to kill him. <laughs> to kill him. <laughs> to kill everyone. Um, the robot revolution has begun. Welcome. An intelligence fix check. Okay. Um, Claire's also going to help with the intelligence fix check. It is not her forte. An intelligence fix, you said. Yes. Apparently, that's it's a, it's supposed to be pronounced fort. Yes, what? but nobody does. It's I, not my fort. Yeah, I looked that up too. It blew my mind when I found that not out. Not my fort, not my knights. Not my fort, not my knights. <laughs> it makes me very upset. Sounds fake. Yeah, I don't like that. 
So I'm going to keep saying forte. <laughs> All right. Um, intelligence notice is, I can do math, uh, 12. And intelligence fix is seven. Okay. So Claire was also able to get a seven. So she was able to assist you and has been able to assist you. Yeah. So um, I'm not going to go and do a whole conversation <laughs> between Dr. Lucius Leggett and EDI246. But I've been looking forward to this all week, Jeff. Yeah, I'm not about that life. <laughs> if we could get the stream of consciousness, too, that Claire's getting, that'd be great. Yeah, just all of the different parts. So I'm going to give you the broad strokes. Sure. Um, and Claire oh, will give you the broad strokes of what Dr. Lucius Leggett is thinking of afterwards. Sure, I'm um, on board for that. And additionally, then, I'm going to also give you what you learn about this device. So, ready for an info dump? Because here we go. Let's go. Yeah. So, EDI246 uh, does most of the talking. It is very clear that Dr. Lucius Leggett is asking questions and then just jotting down almost everything that he could possibly write down mm -hmm. um, from the, the conversation. Uh, so the conversation starts off with how long were you two working together? Mm -hmm. uh, what was she doing? Some of the broad strokes of like what building the core kind of looked like. And a lot of what EDI246 shares is very familiar information. Mm -hmm. Right. Um, so like, I'm not entirely sure if you learned this or you asked this, but she was working on Senna? Yeah, I the think Senna you did project. Learn, yeah, yes. the Senna project. We technically have, I believe, Senna's broken body on the ship. Oh, right. You did take we her. We took yeah. everything because um, we are scavengers and that is what we do. And um, she was working on that for a couple of decades, like 20 years. Mm -hmm. Like this was not a, a, a year or two jaunt. Um, a lot of also the work that he did with her she would constantly be shifting around, leaving for long periods of time, coming back and working for really hard for a couple of weeks and then leaving. And he really only uh, interacted with her when she was there directly. Sure. Um, she never really made much small talk. It was all very much business with her. Um, the core itself is the most important thing, yep. so on and so forth. It uh, was built using layers. Mm -hmm. Right. We talked about this is 3D printing between like stuff and magic and yeah. stuff and magic. In fact, one thing that you overhear that you weren't aware of before is there was some kind of device that Dr. Samantha Calvin used uh, specifically. Um, when she did use it, the um, there was almost a shimmer around her and her eyes started to glow slightly. This seems to cause the device itself to light up and power on. And this was part of the process that seemed to be the 3D printing part. And when she would pull it off, it would the the core itself would be just a little bit thicker. Sure. And repeated this process over and over again. Um, but this was not something that took place immediately one after another. Mm -hmm. She would put down a layer and then she would run some tests, hook it up to a bunch of machines mm -hmm. and stuff like that. 
he didn't get a whole lot of the actual nuance of what she was doing. She was, mm. He was really just a pair of hands and a person to talk to, like a rubber duck almost. <laughs> um, for those of you don't, who don't know, uh, programmers are sometimes told to try to explain something to a rubber duck because in explaining the problem, you understand the solution to said problem. And when you gaze into the duck... You know, it's like what Dr. House does in House MD. <laughs> and I can come up with a bunch of different examples where it's just easier to talk at someone to bounce ideas off of. Um, and that was him for her. Although he did mention that uh, there were times where she talked about people close to her. Um specifically a uh, torque by the name of Dricht mm -hmm. that live, uh, lived in Demos uh, and had a working relationship with a company who had ties to Fistos and had their eyes on Fistos. Um, Demos is in the same system as uh, Fistos. What is it? Uh, it's not Penny Paul. It's some 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 system. I forget the, the name of this system that we're currently in. Punyavata? Is that it? Yeah, yep, that's, that's it. it. Yeah. <laughs> there's right. Pani Paola, there's Punavata, there's Magalka, there's Metanar. Yep. It's just, I could have changed these names after they came out of the generator, but I didn't. No, and sometimes, sometimes you just let the generator do its <laughs> thing and then regret your life choices later. We've all been there. Um, additionally, she talked at length about her late husband, Kyle Reed how she lost him and how she was intending to get him back. There's not much more that is able to be gleaned there. Dr. Lucius Leggett does try and press on, mm -hmm. but EDI doesn't, 246 doesn't know much more than that because EDI 246, as, as little as he understands about the universe and human beings, he understands that when someone dies, they don't come back. Sure. Oh, um, also to clarify then for that, Dr. Kyle Reed specifically, Dr. Calvin was mentioning his death, not just he's lost as in like, say he space jumped somewhere and I can't find him. No. He was dead. He is dead. Cool. Love that. Like lost late as in like, I am aware that this person no longer exists on this mortal coil. Sure. So we have a little bit more of a timeline then. Yes. We one know what moment. order things There's one go other like. name that I actually have to look up real quick. We might have to pause this momentarily. Today's episode brought to you by Fantasy Name Generators. <laughs> FantasyNameGenerators.com. It has a lot of options. <laughs> it really like does. way more than you'd expect. Like, so many. Do you want to name this street? Do you want to name this clan? Do you, Do you need wanna... Acadian names? <laughs> Do you need 18th century English pastoral town names? <laughs> it's pretty cool. <laughs> I finally found it. And it was important because it was stupid. Fantastic. Mm -hmm. um, of course. Uh, Princess Renala. All right. <laughs> Got uh, it. Of uh, Orsimian royalty. Now this, to be very clear, is Orsimian and not Ursimian. Like the first time I thought, I was or picturing Simeon. I was picturing not Ursimian. I was picturing like bear or, princesses. Okay. No, from Orisiame. From or, yeah. or is, is it mm, okay? It's from Orisiame. It could they could still be bears? Okay. We haven't given up hope there, but they're not necessarily bears. D 
these are the things that we know now. Yes. And you you were aware that Dr. Samantha Calvin had ties to uh, Orsimian royalty, but yes. you didn't have uh, a name to, to put to that. Oh, I thought she was just buds with all of them. Uh, no. In fact, you actually <laughs> learned uh, that they were somehow related, Princess oh. Rinala and Dr. Samantha Calvin. Probably some form of distant cousins. <laughs> Did we learn that just now, or is there like no that that's no like that's that was a conversation that um, Dr. Lucius Lagan EDI two four six eight. Oh, okay, so that is an info dump. Fantastic. Be ready right. for more because you are now currently looking into the these uh, devices these these I really rods. Thought he was going to ask more things about robot related stuff, but on anything related to EDI. I mean a lot of what. His robot related. He seems to be learning uh-huh. is information that you already have a good. No, that's fair. On. So he does ask about robot yeah. stuff too. It's yeah. just like I don't know how. Those yeah, I was I was giving you the things that you already Got remember. Cool. He he's learning about the layers. He's learning about um, how Senna broke because there was too much metadimensional energy flowing within her, mm-hmm. um, and she was too small of a lava lamp. She was too small of a lava lamp. And that Dr. Samantha Calvin was quite upset about this. Yeah, a lot of things about the the process that you basically already have a good understanding of. Um, that device, though, is yeah, obviously yeah, yeah. the new no. yeah, the yeah. new piece. Got it. Um, and you remember looking through this location, uh, Lens Four, the the, yeah, the yeah. lab that you found him in, and you didn't see anything like what he was describing. So that, that's really a lot of the information that you get from that conversation. You are also focusing on the cylinder. And because you were focusing quite a bit on what that mm. conversation was going uh, on about, you didn't get too far into this, sure. but you were able to learn a couple of things. You are actually able to open up one of these. And when you look inside, Nona, you... You as a person who is familiar with tech of like tech level four and, and things like that sure. are amazed at the insides of these things. It is so small, but is able to compact very intricate circuitry within this. Mm-hmm. It's almost a wonder that is able to be as small as it is. And you open up one of the smaller ones sure. and... It is the same kind of circuitry all packed up in there. One thing that you do notice, though, is it's strange. The bigger one and the smaller one, the circuitry as you go through them, they look pretty similar. In fact, you would argue that there's no reason why the larger ones have to be as large as they are. It seems to be just replicating the smaller one over and over again, just to kind of add on more mass, more volume to it. You you could think that this thing could be as small as like your thumb fingernail or something like that, mm-hmm. like pretty, pretty darn small. So you're not entirely sure why they are as large as they are. In fact, you're able to take one apart and effectively replicate the behavior Oh, cool. After splitting it up. And so that's the major thing that you learn. Uh, additionally, you were starting to do uh, investigations into the materials that were used to make this. Sure. Um, and 
there's an element that you're not really familiar with. So you would probably call over. Sure. Uh, if, if you would like to. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm fine with that. Yeah, let's do that first. Okay. So are you going to call over Dr. Lucius Leggett? Yep. And so the, the two of them seem to be having a, a very wonderful conversation. It seems to have moved away a little bit from true AI and the work that EDI 246 did there and just a little bit more about, so how are you doing? What do you think about this? And he's just kind of picking his brain uh -huh. about different philosophical questions. In fact, you hear the trolley problem get past <laughs> where EDI 246 doesn't understand and doesn't well, want to Is it to my touch. job to pull the lever yeah. or not? Yes. <laughs> Multi-track drifting? <laughs> <laughs> you want to hit all six people. Um, <laughs> that is how you get to the high score. <laughs> Once you've been in the darkness for as long as I have, you lose your fear of death. <laughs> <laughs> Dr. Lucius like it looks over briefly and goes, don't give this one a gun. <laughs> Um, and so do you, do you call him? Yeah, over totally. To 100%. Uh, so you call him over and he takes a look into the, uh, the microscope that you're using to do this, this sort of material science identification. And he says, well, this is worrying. Uh, this is, uh, processed, uh, neo-iridium. What? Crazy. The, um. <laughs> that rock we just learned about? That same rock that... <laughs> I just told you about <laughs> Nona, I'm starting to believe your <laughs> hypothesis, theory, that um, there might be something or someone out in the Vastasen Wastes outside of Wycliffe, Sonobutan, and Everhaven. And obviously, if Humans couldn't live out there or, or some torque. And he just kind of looks over at Eddie. <laughs> Perhaps it is a uh, someone like our metallic friend over there. Hello. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> Methanol doesn't bother me at all. Why is everyone looking at me? <laughs> Actually, water is worth for, worse for circuitry than methanol. Hmm. Is he on like his idol animation right now? <laughs> yeah, he's he got, the, he's got the DVD player just sort of bouncing <laughs> on his LCD. Oh, that's my thing. That's good. He's playing Pong. <laughs> the other bar is not himself. moving. The other bar is not moving. It's just... <laughs> and yet he's still losing. So Dr. Lucius Leggett goes, this is important information to give to Aletta. Uh, and he looks at the time and it is... <laughs> Squarely like 12 o'clock. Hmm. It's like, oh, I should probably get to sleep and then call a letter. Thank you so much, you two, for your help. You're three <laughs> for your help. Um, as he quickly All right, writes a you're up the nice, mister. <laughs> and, and then he turns back into a pumpkin. <laughs> <laughs> and, and hands you, Nona, uh, 500 credits worth on a uh, check. Credit I'm stick. keeping that for <laughs> credit me. Stick. He wrote a check. Into the a Nona personal. A credit check. Um, credit account. And says, uh, Nona, I um I would I would like to, to talk with, with Eddie a little bit more uh whenever you have the opportunity. Um he is a fascinating specimen. I I do have well before you go, um I do have actually some questions. So uh it was there a reason why you were in this subterranean layer of Dr. Samantha Kelvin's? Hmm, that is a great question. I've been attempting to retrace our steps. 
if you don't mind me asking why. Wouldn't you want to? Yes, yes, yeah. Well, I, I would, but when you first arrove, um, arrived? Arrived. When you first arrived, you, um, you seemed to feign ignorance of what a true AI were. Um, that is correct. This was a deception. I tend not to trust people. I see. Well, I, um... Hashtag mercenary life. It, no, I'm just kidding. It, 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 uh, do, you, do you have a, um, a vested interest in true AI? Are you trying to create one as well? Not create one. There seem to be evidence that, well, there is this, this center project exists and then, you know, lost track of her for several, several years. Maybe there's a successful one out there. That is smaller. I mean, obviously the, the bigger ones that existed and then were brutally slaughtered here are evidence that some success happened at some level. Yes, but the, the ones here are rudimentary compared to what uh, the, the the Senna project. I, I um, I do not wish to pry, but if this is indeed something that you are looking into, and you came across, uh, you came across Eddie in this workshop with mm. this discarded True AI and True AI core, did you perhaps obtain? The core itself. Perhaps. I think perhaps we should have a conversation at a different time. Uh, I, um, I, uh. Because I don't think I brought that shit with me this time. Did yeah. I? Do we remember? I, I don't think you brought it purposefully. You might have, um, the canvas bag on oh, your person. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Well, um, um, yeah. I am interested in finding out more about what you know about Dr. Samantha Calvin. Perhaps we could do an exchange of information. Oh, I, um, the, the, the most I know about her is mainly what I learned today, uh, to be honest. Though she has some writings, uh, uh, theoretical writings that we have at um, Silverlight Systems uh, around some of the various processes um, that could theoretically come about in order to create a true AI. Additionally, many, many philosophical papers um, uh, about the topic, um, uh, along with similar papers, although less so by a Dr. Kyle Reed and um, uh, Drecht. Hmm. Um, it appears that those three worked very closely with one another, um, Although, uh, as far as we know, there was some falling out at some point between Drict and the other two. Hmm. And I, 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 honestly, other than that, that's that all I know. Um, the extent of my knowledge is what I have shared with you. This, and this has been, uh, not to put it lightly, my life's work. And for you to have... Uh, at your age, came across such a, a tremendous find. I, I, how did you even know where to start? 
Honestly, I wandered around a lot of places just asking people if they knew anything about Dr. Samantha Calvin. Damn it, why didn't I do that? <laughs> it, it worked surprisingly well. It's almost like the information found me. Like there was a force out there that wanted me to stop asking this question of literally every NPC I came across. <laughs> New prophecy. <laughs> I feel called out right now. <laughs> I, I get it, I get it. But no, I'm going to share the fact I literally just walked around asking and then followed up on every single thing anybody had ever said in a direction, which led me here, which led me there. I uh, will actually share with him the fact that there is the the Calvin Estate Library exists. When when you mention this, his eyes light up. <laughs> I didn't I didn't even think to, to try and track down her home residence that must have a, a, another treasure trove um perhaps even uh other places where she may have gone to do this work okay um this is uh Nona I'm, thinks back to the USB she has on the ship <laughs> of like a bunch just of downloads all of the evidence that yeah. you have like I could give him this I could or I could hold it back and <laughs> I mean, he's not giving me anything. I don't know why I would give this man. Yeah, that's completely stuff. fair. He did show you the the shattered core at the. It's true, and then anyway. he zapped it a lot and really ticked me off. That's completely fair. We're still getting over that, by the way. I um, yes, it, it, it's late. I perhaps we should talk again at some point at length about uh, your interests. Um, perhaps we could. Combine our our uh, intellect um, and to, and to try and, and figure this out. I I, I apologize. This this night has uh, this night has given me more information than the past fifteen years of my life. You must understand, um, and it, it will take some time to a um, I organize my thoughts. Hmm. Um. Oh, but I, I believe there will be a uh, a meeting. Um, I um, ha- have some some news to give to to Aletta, and I believe that uh, you all might want to hear it as well. Um, it, considering that we are uh, going into Wycliffe, um, I suppose I could just tell you now. I've realized that uh, the because Wycliffe uh, sits, uh, we have maps. Mm-hmm. of Wycliffe. It sits upon a cliff. Um, in fact, the, at the base of said cliff, there is an ancient uh, cave system, um, one that we have recognized and we were able to see from past papers that it does indeed exist. And if the maps of the system are indeed correct, and the rate at which Wycliffe has been running is indeed correct, we believe or I believe that it's possible the path of the drills of Wycliffe have came across this cave system um, fairly recently, actually, and possibly rather than a full frontal assault, it might be possible to put in a small team through the cave system itself. Uh, this is <laughs> this is something that I'm going to share with a letter in the morning, but... I, I would very much, considering that the place where I would want people to uh, to go to obtain the information about the next relay tower would be the, the core, the bottom, 
in the tunnels of Wycliffe, it means that you could get in, theoretically unlock the doors from the panel there, and get out before even seeing anyone. But but <laughs> the I, odds I, of us being able to do that, I'm sorry, I just it's imagined. Very sneaky. It's late. Most there have been a lot of things happening today, and uh, a lot that I've learned. But this seems like it uh, might fit your 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 team's expertise, um, and uh, a letter might be uh, willing to uh, allow myself and herself to pay you to uh, do such a thing, um, to allow the fire fang <laughs> assault to be quick and um, uh, relatively painless and uh, also gather the the, the relevant uh, intellect, you know, kill two birds with, with one stone, uh, so to speak. Mm. But it is, it, it is very late. It is very late. And I've said that already too many times. Um <laughs> No, no, thank you very much, Claire, Eddie. It it was uh, an absolute pleasure, um, but I must I must retire now. <laughs> We're going to go home. Yep. Back to the ship. Do, so do, you guys do, do. go back to the ship. Do, 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 do. EDI246 uh, says, he was a nice man. Hmm. He was very interested about Dr. Samantha Calvin and the practices therein. Hmm. Agreed. He doesn't seem to know much about that, though. It's not very useful in being able to determine where she went. And um, at that, Claire says, um, so I, I think he's telling the truth when it says he doesn't know more. Um, but there's... I, when I, I, was, I was listening to the conversation and, you know, picking up on, on general vibes. It seems he's really interested about true AI. And there's some kind of... I don't know. He, it's like a passing fancy is the best way I can describe it. Like a very fleeting thought, but he's very interested in you. Well, I am a very interesting person. No, no. I mean like, um, and also not in like a, he wants to take you out kind of way. I don't know if that is how you would have taken that. I'm just going to stop. He's interested why you're here, how you've gotten so far, and a memory that's really um, pinging in his mind is uh, your interaction at, at the core of Nova Voxis. Mm. There's something itching there. He's your Aaron Burr. Guys, we might have to murder Dr. <laughs> Um, But also, I, when I was looking, when he was talking about his time at uh, Silverlight Systems, there there was another person that he was thinking about. I wasn't able to catch a name, but um, it, it seems like someone may have uh, suggested uh, Fistos as a good place or someone that he works closely with at Silverlight. That's that's all I was really able to get, though. I wasn't able to like get a name or a, an image of the person. Probably male, probably about a little bit younger than him, um, but... Not not a super strong image. What, if you do not mind me asking, what his, was his impression of EDI? I'm specifically wondering if he views EDI as an entity or an object. He, he views EDI as an entity, separate from a person, but definitely something that um, deserves respect. Cool, we head back. Yeah, that's and that's what you get. All right, so you guys get back. It is late, 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 late. Um, yeah. 
he said about it was about midnight. Micah, you are passed out. Hmm. Um, Arcus and Barry have uh, <laughs> somehow managed to construct a uh, bunk bed. Fascinating. <laughs> they will have so much room for activities. <laughs> exactly. Uh, Barry has the top bunk because he doesn't want Arcus to try and climb into the top bunk, um, given that he, you know, has these prosthesis. I'm sure that's what he said, but everybody knows the top is dominance. <laughs> um, Alex, are you still up? No. Okay. So Alex, <laughs> you guys get back to an empty ship. Claire um, says goodnight, uh, knows that you probably will not go to bed, but yeah. we'll say. We can pretend. It's really past my bedtime, but it was, it was nice to help you out, Nana. Yes, I very much appreciated your assistance. This mind reading thing comes in handy. Yeah, it it's it's what I do. <laughs> I need to remember to do it sometimes. Don't sell yourself short. You're also very good at shooting things. I appreciate this. Oh, thank you. <laughs> I'm I've been practicing, and so she she retires as well. I am going to spend the rest of this night. Trying to figure out how I can get mind control. <laughs> I've got the two cylinders. You said I can replicate some stuff. I don't think we're going to get on that yet. But that is number one priority here. Oh, boys. We were talking about known as villain art. <laughs> I, I thought when I gave you the pseudo nuke that that was... Uh, <laughs> A choice. I'm not saying I'm, I'm going to get now, anywhere. I'm realizing now <laughs> that I've made a terrible game. <laughs> well, <laughs> as I as I go to sleep tonight with that sense of existential <laughs> dread about where that goes. Yeah, sure. You can try that. Um, and then we'll do, if we get stuck on that, we'll do some side work on our kisses. Okay. Uh, sheer, is it, it's a sheer rifle. Sheer rifle arm. Yes, for him. yes. I don't know where we are in that. It, so we'll like split our time. Okay. But like figuring out more. First of all, we know EMPs can disrupt them, but we don't know if we have any of those. It's just that sort of thing. Looking to be able to turn them off, but also looking to be able to mimic that sort of thing, especially in lower levels of life, such as things we could bring back alive from the Fistosted Wastelands. Yeah. So the biggest hurdle that hmm. you'll have to overcome is the receivers themselves they're already built mm. um, or these these little these little cylinders right um you have two problems yep you one have to figure out a way to insert it in the correct place without killing the subject yep brain surgery is generally a pretty dangerous ordeal mm-hmm. that's not something that you're extremely familiar with and the one who is most familiar with any type of medical procedures is Alex, and he's more of a field medic than a <laughs> surgeon. Um, and then the second one is it works by obta- receiving co- some kind of signal, and yeah. then and I don't know what the thing sending the signal yeah, kind of looks like. You you kind of would need to was it reverse engineer mm-hmm. the the device that is sending out that signal or i could go find it or you could go find it <laughs> but like that right now i both of those are big open questions i'm not entirely sure nona would be able to 
answer something that she yeah. would just be able to like work on for four hours. That's fair. I think you might need to find someone or something to uh, try and figure that out. Uh, you know what to do with the cybernetic arm, though, and you also would know how to adapt the sheer rifle to do cool. all of that stuff. We'll so that- look a little bit into that, and then we'll do we'll do the sh- sheer rifle and stuff. As long as we know what questions need to be answered for the future, because yeah. as you know, I'm very good at asking questions persistently. Yeah, I'm gonna write that down and have nightmares about that later. <laughs> Jeff, come here. I want to show you something. Oh no. <laughs> I have mind controlled Alex. Anyway, it's the we can jump to the next day and yeah. probably breakfast. I feel like we make breakfast a decent amount. Yeah, we should do that again. Anyway, uh, you guys get up. Micah is you're in a state right now. I'm never drinking again. There you go. <laughs> I swear in front of the space squid that um, watches our every move. I will never drink again. <laughs> Claire wakes up later than normal. Um, Alex, you didn't hear anyone come in. You're, you're also quite a, uh, asleep as well. So you notice that Claire has not gotten up um, as early as maybe she normally does. Can I actually get... Micah, you're, you're not going to be able to, to notice this. And actually, no one is probably doing other things. Um, and I think Alex, based off of like the, the floor plan, you might overhear this better than anyone else. We have a floor plan? <laughs> yes, I drew one up. Amazing. Freaking two years ago. Anyway, um, as, as you get up and ready for your morning and are about to take a step out, uh, you hear a conversation in the uh, adjacent cabin, which has Arcus and Barry in it. Um, you can't get the broad strokes of it, um, but you hear what sounds like Arcus... Like, and then Barry is upset for some reasons. Barry kind of carries over top of Arcus. It seems like they're having some kind of fight. It seems Barry wants something and Arcus is kind of being stubborn about it. Um, But that's all you really overhear. Nothing much more than that. Uh, I assume you go out into the kitchen area and start like start preparing some kind of breakfast for yourself. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, Barry just quickly opens the door and with a huff uh, comes out and joins you in the the uh, the common area. All right. Alex kind of like nods a little bit um, in greeting and meanders around the kitchen if Barry doesn't offer conversation. Um, after a little bit of silence, Alex is going to go, um hi, uh everything all right? Oh yeah, yeah. Um yeah, we're we're uh we're um Peachy just getting a little um you know cooped up in here, you know. Um mm-hmm. not being able to to go out and everything. Um Yeah, well yeah. I mean it's only been what a day. <sighs> so yeah only gonna it, get worse from here. Well, yeah, that's yeah, that's about it. Yep, 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 yep. Is there anything, I mean, like we have, we use a cargo hold as kind of a recreation area. We don't really have any like equipment, but if you want to set something up there, we do like target practice and and things. If you're just trying to get some energy out. You know what? That might actually be, um, yeah, I might take you up on that. Uh, Yeah, I'm going to actually go do that right now. Thanks. 
Okay. As he, he gets up and kind of a, uh, he seems to have some anxious energy. Alex is very carefully peeling an orange. <laughs> I think we did set up like a weights or something. Yeah, Arcus has been lifting weights. So if anyone goes downstairs, that's what end up uh, Barry ends up um, doing. A little bit after that, Arcus uh, gets out of the the room. He still doesn't have a um, a right arm, I believe. Mm-hmm. Uh, so he comes out and says, "Oh, hey, Alex, how's hey. it going?" Yeah, good. How are you? Um, yeah, I'm doing all right. Barry cool. is um go get her that one. Huh. What? Sorry. Yeah. No, never mind. Um No, I mean, yeah. Cool. Cool. He's uh Yeah, I think he went into the cargo hold. Um he might be touching your stuff if that's okay. Yeah, I I, I don't care that. What what what's mine is his. Oh, that's nice. Yeah. Do you guys, you don't need like, I th- I have alcohol wipes in my room if you want to like wipe down the gym stuff. At, I don't think that's I don't necessary. Know. I don't do know you, how do gyms work. I, I think that that's a thing. No, no, I'm not going to touch those. So it's really <laughs> just like what you're comfortable with. Yeah, we'll occasionally probably wipe it down with some soap and water. What did you make? Uh, you know what? Yeah, fine. That's your, that's your equipment, honestly. Um, do you want an orange? <laughs> Uh, yeah, sure. Oh, fuck, okay. Now I have to fill another fucking words. <laughs> I'm sorry. No, I, I don't need it. They weren't supposed to hear that. <laughs> <laughs> Fantastic. And so you and Arcus have an orange, uh, kind of awkwardly uh, silent, unless you start up a conversation with him. But he seems to be very closed right now um, and very uh, contemplative. Uh, Nona eventually leaves her room as well. Have I finished his gun arm? Sure. Good. I'm going to go give Arcus his gun arm. Do, 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 do. Exactly. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, you uh, probably start the morning giving him the thing, telling him how to use it. This is how you flex and sort of open it up. <laughs> this is how I flex. And he, he turns it. how cool this gun arm is. Aren't I great? So uh, describe to me the, the, the mechanism that you have created. Yeah, so my thought was that mainly it would be, you know, a normal robot hand with normal robot fingers and all of that, probably was modeled after what an Ursum hand would look like, because Mm -hmm. I've seen that before. So we're going for rough symmetry there. Then there's like a thing you can do where like you you twist your wrist or make like very specific gesture with your hand. And it does that Transformers thing where it like flips open and the hand goes away and like the gun comes out. I see. Okay. That was my thought anyway. All right. Yeah. And then you could like do that same gesture again, although obviously it wouldn't have as much jester but you do that mentally and that's the key to to key to flip it back yeah so you show this off to him and he starts um pointing he's like this um this feels pretty good nona uh again uh, i i don't have much to pay with you for right now but i am willing to do some work or find some work and and send you guys some some money um in order to, to to pay back for this thank you we will figure this out eventually when the dust settles. Yeah. In the meantime, would you like to practice shooting the shooting dummy? Very much so. Do we still have that or did that get Yeah, yeah, you still have it. Okay. It is quite scorched at the moment. <laughs> it's uh, about to become non-existent. <laughs> um, 
So he, he tests it out and yeah, it is, it takes a little bit of getting used to. It's, it's not the same as firing a gun. Mm-hmm. Um, you have to aim it a little bit differently than he used to. So the first couple of shots um, go a little bit haywire, but he starts to hone in a little bit, getting an understanding of it. Um, it's a little bit more of a, just due to the fact that he does he can't really support it against like his shoulder or something like mm-hmm. that. It's more of like a hip fire. So shorter range, you'll probably lose some range on the, the, the rifle's actual effective range, but still... Still does what two d eight plus two or something damage when it hits, which is pretty good. So, yep, he has obtained you know an arm. That, you know that scene in in Frankenstein where the doctor's like, "It's alive." <laughs> That's what Nona's That's probably right what Nona's feeling right now. Cool. Yeah. So uh, that happens um, a little bit afterwards. Claire wakes up, and everyone is up. And Adam, um, no, and I assume you share, you and Claire share what happened the night prior. Yeah. Cool. Depending on like where the bears are, we might not go into too much detail, but. Yeah. I, Arcus is, in fact, when you went down to do some of the, the, the firing, um, Barry was off in the corner, lifting some weights, greeted you guys as. You came down was yeah. a little bit more terse <laughs> yeah, than sure. the normal, but like you guys were on the other side, they didn't really seem to talk all of that much. Um, so that is the morning. What do you guys want to do now? So you you have uh, Dr. Lucius Leggett has sort of floated this idea that maybe this is something that I can talk Aletta into getting you guys to do. Um, Additionally, you've heard through several people that Cork still needs help. Poor old Cork. Um, it's You're fine. You don't need to help him. Um, that was just another side quest. We'll, get, we'll, get, we'll get to it eventually. We'll come back for it. Um, Actually, before we, we jump too far into the discussion, I'm interested in other people's thoughts on whether like Phoenix Fam huddle without the bears. Mm-hmm whether I should be sharing the ver- the various information that I have with this individual as like he may be able to help, but also it seems like it could potentially be a risk. And sometimes I do things and then I regret them. So we're trying not to do that. You mean like telling him that you're a true AI kind of thing? No, no. But unfortunately, according to Claire, there may already be some suspicions there. Mm. I am not subtle. Um, What kind of stuff then? So I have this and she pulls out the canvas bag <laughs> yeah. with the with the broken bits of true AI core and this and she pulls out a normal Ziploc bag that contains Senna's broken core. In oh, it. Shit. Yeah, we have and that. This. You have that as Ziploc bag. <laughs> I mean, I just figured you wouldn't want to lose all the parts, right? Yeah, that's fair. It's, it's very easy and convenient for transportation. What do you want for me? Um, and then also this that I put the the USB. I'm just assuming it's a USB at this point. It's like a digital download that everybody gave me because I was bad at reading through that one library. We have not gone through it much because we keep finding other more time-relevant things. Mm-hmm. I mean, did it sound like he knew anything useful? Like if you give him the Senecor, do you, I mean, he might be able to 
to like analyze it and tell you something. It doesn't really hurt you mm. any because you just, I mean, we found it in the same place where EDI came from. Yeah. This is true. This one anyway. That one. This one was on the same planet. So maybe it's just that, that planet. Hmm. Yeah. When, when he was saying that he didn't know much more than what uh, he learned that night, um, he was he was truthful about that. He does seem to have areas of expertise, and that's not really something that I can like look into and, and divulge. So he might be able to to see something that we won't. But it does seem that when it comes to knowledge, we might know more than he does. Yeah, but we don't have the resources available that he does. And that's the big benefit to actually cluing him into things. Um, and speaking of resources, there is at least one more uh, person interested in those resources who is uh, important to us. Remember, Quinn did ask for potentially more supplies. If this is somebody who you think you can trust and, you know, can work well with a... He, and Alex like looks surreptitiously <laughs> around with a AI. Um, then you know maybe you can connect him to the Paragon freelancers. But that that was a thing we had discussed earlier, and I just I am not good at reading people, and I, as I understand it, connecting these two would be a rather large move that one cannot take back um so i am seeking more opinions yeah i mean he's annoying like really annoying but he seems like he's just you know a very earnest science type i don't think he's gonna probably do anything bad if you tell him <laughs> things hey don't <laughs> stop that <laughs> maybe don't do evil things oh mr scientist man i mean the uh, at least a system apart. So it's not like hmm. there be neighbors or anything of that matter. Um, the only consideration is Fistos as a whole and a letter and the city as a company. If you want Dr. Leggett's resources, you have to deal with them as well. They have to, you know, know where these resources are going and so Aletta learns about uh, Quinn and the state of Glazol 5 and everything. And, you know, she's also interested in uh, something that can make the city run better. Hmm. But I don't know. I don't know. Okay. Yeah, I, I just... The thing that sticks out to me is obviously his handling of the, the dead core hmm. I'm I don't know a little worried about that yes yeah well what do you hope to gain right we have more context for a lot of the things you've been telling him we have more knowledge according to what Claire believes and I believe Claire um so again you know you can get access to his lab, which has more sophisticated instruments than we can uh, get. Uh, so you can do a little bit more research if you think that there's like anything in these things that we have that you would like to get out. The caveat being, 
you either have to be pretty good and, you know, just feed him enough information without sharing everything, or you have to share everything with him. Hmm. So either way, it's going to take a lot of time and energy in the lab. And that means staying on planet. And I don't know if that's what we're doing, but, you know, so I don't, I personally don't see a ton of a pathway forward hmm. in that direction. Um, but if this is something that you want to pursue, like that's your decision to make. No, no. One other thing is he seems to have some connections back to Silverlight Systems. Something that very clearly they study uh, not just true AI, but virtual intelligence as well. If that's something that you want to pursue, maybe it's good to have an in there. They might have some information that because we have more context means more to us than it does to them. This is fair. So you're suggesting get like a referral to Silverlight? <laughs> and I'm, I'm just saying it seems like Dr. Lucius Leggett and Nona's goals seem to be aligned and it would be nice to have him as an asset. Assuming he or his colleagues do not attempt to forcibly take Quinn and plug her into the city in order to make the thing run better. Yes. Yes. I guess my confusion is what is what is your end goal, Nona? What do you want? You want more information? You want to find the doctor? You want to find everybody? Is that well, something I'm... that can be helped by Leggett? I do not know. I'm not anticipating finding Dr. Samantha Calvin, as it has been many, many years. And as I understand it, humans do not live that long. Right, Jeff? That is right, Kirsten. Cool. Uh, <laughs> um, but I am trying to find where she ended up after she last interacted with me. So where we are now, as I understand it, is before that point. And I was hoping to trace this path and this line to where she ended up because I am incomplete in some way that I am not certain how. And I am hoping to find the thing that I am missing and then have it. Look, I mean, following this does seem like the best lead that we've got right now for what known is looking into. And I mean, as, as far as I stand, this whole kind of trip we're doing before I at least eventually head back to try and free Vaughn uh, is is all for Nona to try and whether it's you know, figuring out about uh, Dr. Samantha Calvin or more stuff about Troy AI. This is kind of the, the best shot we've got right now. We could also not discuss with Dr. Leggett and then go along with this breaking into Wycliffe thing. That is another lead. That's true. Because, I mean, we kind of suspect maybe something of a similar nature is going on over there. Yes. Yeah. I suspect well, robots. Yeah. Well, I definitely, you always suspect robots. I definitely yes, think I we should try and do that. Because that sounds cool. Yes. And also robots. <laughs> I do not know how this fits into our plan to help Arcus. Which may well, if, need to figure out. I mean, that's happening near Wycliffe. Um, Bulker seemed like they were potentially on board to 
to help with that. I don't know if I shared that with you guys yesterday. Mm. Um, but I mean, I don't know what kind of timeline a lot is looking at, but maybe those things could happen at around the same time if we're going to head out there anyways to the firefang encampment. But anyway, I like that, uh, the plan, the going out there, because it sounds cool. We haven't seen action in a minute. Um, yeah, it's been almost exactly a minute. Like <laughs> We literally fought the flying dinosaurs. I don't know what you classify no. as action. That was no. yesterday. That was, that was literally like less than 12 hours ago. Uh, was it, we, we like shot some... Not for, some not for I guess, not for Micah. Like, it's really just a blur after all of that. <laughs> I do believe it has been more than a minute. For one thing, you all have been sleeping for at least six hours. See, no, no, that's what I'm talking about. That's true. I do not. <laughs> <laughs> but you sounded so confident. So, fine. That's one thing. I vote yes on Wycliffe thing. We weren't voting yet, but I vote yes. Um, and for the the Leggett stuff, oh, no, no, no. I think everyone's kind of given their thoughts, but it's kind of up to you. Hmm. Hooray. <laughs> Yeah. No, no, we'll think on. All right. Okay. okay. So everyone clap on three. One, two, three. Two. Break. Okay. Cool. So it, okay. it's sound. Meeting's over. Are we still, wait, are we still planning on sending Alex into the camp though? Like my, we'll my question is made, are we yeah, splitting the party? No, we'll <laughs> see if Red and Volker get back to us before this assault happens. Either way, we come into close proximity with the fire fangs and, you know, uh, the person we're trying to contact is in the medical is in the medical tent. I'm a medic. I can bullshit my way into a meeting with her as long as we're, you know, near the encampment for whatever reason. Hmm. So, whatever, that's fine. So as this conversation's coming to a close, and it probably then like devolves into just uh, back and forth, and maybe making fun of Micah and the fact that she's hungover. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I do not understand why this is humorous. I do not. Uh, I also do not understand why you keep insisting on doing this to yourself. They like to watch me suffer, and it's never happening you, ever again. I don't find this funny. Oh, I find it hilarious. That's, <laughs> that's fun. Never drink, Claire. <laughs> I, I don't plan to. <laughs> We also have to kick that smoking habit of yours. She smokes? <laughs> you I'm don't remember to about the sweet camel voice? Oh, right. The oh. sweet, sweet camel voice. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, as, as the, the conversation devolves, um, no, no, you get a notification that there is someone at the cargo bay door. I will go answer it. Wait, no, I had a camera. Do you, do you take... Oh, you have a camera. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you see a group of people. You see Aletta, mm -hmm. Dr. Lucius Leggett, Volker, and Red all um, hanging out outside. Guys, it's all the important NPCs. <laughs> Let's go talk. Hide the bears. Hide the bears. <laughs> Good point. Hide the bears. Uh, geez. Trent, okay. Okay. Straight no, no, I will say there's one bit. more important NPC that you have never met. <laughs> That you could at some point in time. His name is Quark and he's quirky. <laughs> you just want to do the Tork voice again. I definitely you? need to do the Tork voice again. <laughs> if um, he wanted to meet us, he'd be here. <laughs> yeah. But he rude. might be busy with something. He's very busy. He's a very busy Tork. <laughs> anyway, we're going to hide the bears. I don't think, yeah, they've seen Claire. We don't have to hide Claire anymore. That was previous planets. We're good there. We're like, one minute. Or get our, you know, house uh -huh. in order. All that stuff. But yes, we're definitely hiding the bears. I don't know whether in their room or in the car. Well, it's just, yeah, just 
Yeah, you know, they're just like, hey, can you go back upstairs? Yeah, just go. Yeah, <laughs> and people. yeah, they they seem to be again still. They, they seem to have warmed up to each other again. They they are talking, but it there is a tension in the air between them. Um, if and, you end up fucking, just be quiet. <laughs> wow, the walls are really thin. <laughs> I have to try out this new arm. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Why, Jeffrey? Why? Wow. I'm sorry. We should cut that. That was that, bad. Nope, that's going to stay with us all night. There's a cause... secret third segment. <laughs> he accidentally oh, no. shoots his dick <laughs> No, no. No, to help. <laughs> and we're back. And we're back. We're back. Um, so you, uh, who, who greets the, this group of very important NPCs? Probably me. Claire. Claire. <laughs> yeah, and Claire while we're hiding the bears. Um, so, uh, Nona, you open the door and Micah and Alex and Claire are in close proximity. And, uh, Aletta is in, in front of everyone else. Dr. Lucius Leggett seems to be p- paging through some papers. Actually, it's probably the same notes that he was taking through last night, just going over them Welcome again. Welcome to our home. Uh, Volker, <laughs> Please take your shoes off. <laughs> Volker and Red are uh, chatting um, behind. And when you open the door, Aletta says, Hey, guys, I've got a proposition for you. And it's got a lot of zeros on it. There's and no we'll zeros. talk about it. There's no zeros in <laughs> <Next> proposition. <laughs> the important question is, is there a one or some it's, other number? No, it's all zeros. of those zeros. Zero, 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 zero. Oh, look at all those zeros. Amazing. It's got a lot of them. Because Nona's been fooled by that before. <laughs> we'll count the zeros. It's got a lot of significant figures. All right. Oh.